Have you ever driven a car that's out of alignment? One wheel pulls to the left while the other shimmies to the right. It's hard to stay on the road and it's certainly hard to accelerate. Well, today we're joined by author and coach Christian Grosso. We're going to explore a powerful framework for aligning your company around ideal clients so you can go faster and grow faster. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, Revenue Growth Architect, helping great companies grow revenue. Right now, I'm excited about the opportunity we all have to redefine our companies around the type of clients we want to attract. As I help organizations develop revenue growth strategies, I'm seeing leadership teams get together and collaborate in ways that I've never seen before. Perhaps it was the huge pivots we all had to do together at the beginning of the crisis that unlocked this new openness to ideas and collaboration. What I'm witnessing are leadership teams that are aligning to create a better future for their companies, and it's flat out inspirational. Alignment is key. When a vehicle is aligned, it stays on the road and can accelerate quickly. Similarly, when your company is aligned with marketing, sales, finance, and operations, all pointed at the needs of ideal clients, the stage is set to accelerate growth. Today, we're joined by my friend Christian Grasso. He's the leader of the Wow Factor movement and head editor of the Wow Factor book. The word of the week, you'll find a word for each week, 52 chapters written by thought leaders, a true inspiration. Chris has deep experience in sales and marketing. Right now, he functions as a sales leader in a large company owned by Warren Buffett. And Chris believes that alignment is critical. Not only do we need to align marketing and sales, operations and finance should also be part of the process as well. In this conversation, you'll discover a powerful paradigm to get your company aligned so you can grow faster. So grab a pen and paper or your iPad and get ready to take some notes. You're going to get some action items out of this conversation. And we're going to join Chris after a brief word from our sponsors. Chris, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here. Well, it's great to be here. I don't want to take any chances uh, the way things are happening these days. No, I'm just kidding. It's plumb ridiculous, isn't it? Sorry. There we go. Well, the good oh, news yeah. is we don't have to wear masks over Zoom meetings. So that that's great. And uh, Chris, we've been friends a long time. We got to collaborate. Thank you for inviting me to collaborate on The Wow Factor. Um, that book has just been an incredible story and motivating. I, I pick that book up all the time when I need to pick me up and, uh, and some wisdom. And it's just been such a gift. 
Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, didn't realize how much work it was. The reason it's not been done before is because n- nobody wanted to do that much work. <laughs> and <laughs> trying to get you know dozens and dozens of busy people to focus for a few minutes on something uh, was was just crazy, but to- totally worth the effort. We have businesses using it as their weekly uh, path for management. I had one guy buy one book for the entire staff. You know, he bought a hundred books for everybody. I want everyone to go through this, and I'm like, that's kind of fun when he gets an opportunity. And of course. What's beautiful for guys like you is every collaborator, it becomes their book as well and their chapters highlighted. And it's been really neat to see that happen. Yeah, it really has. And and you had to align a lot of people together to get that book done. And the wow factor, word of the week, just for those listening in, you've got, you know, every week of the year, you've got a different word. You got, you pulled in a thought leader and a and somebody influential that had something useful to say and everyone collaborated and put together this book and it is a real gem. And, and that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk no. about alignment. Uh, but I think the wow factor is something I want to bring out because I think everybody should grab a copy of that book and put it on your desk. It's one that sits on my desk. And every week I open it up and I learn something new and it keeps me fired up. But you had to get a lot of alignment going to get all those authors together to create over 50 authors in one book. But uh, I know that it takes alignment for a business to run well. And certainly, we talk a lot about marketing and sales alignment. And I think you, as you lead in sales, you see the fruits of things that are aligned and sometimes the frustrations of things that are misaligned. And, and I think, yeah. you know, when, when we think about business, um, it's kind of like a car, right? If a car yeah. is not aligned, it doesn't drive very well. Yeah, that actually happened to my wife's van. She is a she. She loves Toyota. A little plug for Toyota. She loves Toyota Sienna's because all the doors open up. I guess uh, not the front ones. They got to get that. But uh, uh, yeah, we had an issue with the front tire, and the, and the front tire. Uh, she'd say, "Chris, at fifty five, it just feels funny. I never drive it. I don't want to be seen in a minivan." But anyway, <laughs> she's like, "Well," and I drive it. I'm like, "There's something wrong." I look, and sure enough, that that front. Uh, right tire is wearing out terribly. And had we continued to drive on it, Daryl, we would have had a, a blowout. And you know, you can actually have an accident if you're blowing out, if you're going fast enough. And I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of businesses that aren't even realizing they're not, first of all, they don't know what the tires are. And then they don't realize when one of them's out of balance and all of a sudden it starts wobbling, the, the car doesn't run well, it wears out. And then worst case scenario, it blows out and you have an accident. And what's really bad is when you smash into somebody else or your family gets hurt in it, or you end up getting bankrupt, or, you know, the list goes down. Yeah, and, you know, we talk a lot about marketing and sales alignment. Obviously, Revenue Growth Engine is is all about that topic. But as you think about alignment, I I love your perspective in thinking about there's actually four tires on a vehicle, and there's four four wheels in any business, and those, those wheels need to be aligned for the business to go well. Unpack that for us a little bit. Yeah, I, um, I've been in sales as, in a, as a sales professional, sales management for a long time in different industries. And uh, one thing I realized is people are people, things are things. It's just, you know, you have a product and you sell it. That's, that's what sales is. Um, and, but what I've noticed is, uh, and you made that mention, like a car has four separate wheels and not in any particular order, but let, let's talk about the four wheels. You have finance, mm-hmm. you have the operations, you have the, the, the marketing people and then the salespeople. And that's the four basic wheels that make this thing move. And the, 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 the engine is the business that we want to get from one place to another. That's our goal, right? And what I've learned is 
each of those have, they have to be interrelated. They, and typically they are, right? They're more like silos on a farm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I got my stuff, I got my stuff, I got my stuff. And I'm realizing, like, oh, when did you do that? Oh, wow. Because it, here's the thing. If, you, if, if, if one of them doesn't work, in other words, if you don't have finance, you'll, you won't have samples, you won't have a ability to sell, you have no tr- T&E budget. I mean, you're, you're in trouble, right? right? If you don't have right. operations, no one knows how to get this stuff done. If you don't have right. marketing... No one, no one knows about it. If you don't have sales, uh, there's no feet in the trenches, there's no mouse in the ears, and no one knows what's going on. So it all is important. And you take anything away. But I think the problem is, is when we put this in the wrong order. Does that make sense? I mean, there, there's an order to all things. And mm-hmm. so a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was wondering, what is the order? I think what happens with big companies is they're, they're typically financially driven. Mm-hmm. And the reason we have that bottom line, they've got a hit, right? They've got their budgets. People, the, the CFO is, is linear. He is in his column. Don't let him move his column. I think that's why a lot of people, by the way, when they lead financially, Gerald, during this time, there is no creativity in finance. One plus one equals two. Yeah. Right. But we go, eh, have we done that? Well, now, wait a second. We do not have a budget for that. I'll give you an example. One of my friends asked his company if they could get some hand sanitizer. And guess what the answer was? We don't have a budget for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're not traveling right now. Why don't we take some of that budget and switch the column over to hand sanitizer as an idea? So, so just something like that. So typically what happens in big companies I'm noticing is that the, the lead is the finance. And the mm-hmm. problem with it is, like I said, it's black and white. Mm-hmm. It's one plus. It's very linear. It's, 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 it's not creative. It's not reactionary. It can't be. Why? Because they decided it two quarters ago, right? That's how it works. Then comes operations in most places. And the operations are the, they're the ones in charge. They're the corporate people. They're the ones that send out the, this is what we're doing. We'll tell you how, and we'll tell you when. Marketing then makes everything look pretty and tries to create the, the path to accommodate. And here's what happens too many times. The sales then is dictated. You got to do this. Man, we got a lot of these things. You need to go. You got to sell this program or do that thing. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Daryl, I think it's backwards. I think we should consider spinning the whole thing around and having the front be sales. The first point of contact with the customer. They're in the trench. They're the ones that understand the, what the customer wants or what they need is even better what it looks like and how much they're willing to pay based on everything in there. Yeah. I think that, I think that is, um, you know, of course, of course, any CFOs, if a CFO is listening, a finance director is listening to this podcast, they're, uh, you know, standing up and screaming right now going, no, no. Uh, But, you know, I, maybe the way to look at it is, is that because sales is the interface with the client, Mm -hmm. right. And which is good. We need that. Um, you know, what if we put the client in the middle of all of this and what if, what if operations and finance and marketing were interacting with clients, you know, in, in, in my experience at revenue growth engine, you know, I've been like you, I've, I've held the title of marketing. I've held the title of sales, been in both of it. And, uh, you know, a lot of times what we observe is sales is out in the field, out working with clients, but marketing is sitting in the office, in a cubicle. And, you know, one of the things I'm a huge advocate for is that marketing people get out and they start talking to clients. They interview them. They go ride with salespeople. 
But what if that happened across the company? You know, I'm, I'm working with an organization. Actually, this morning, we're on session three of their revenue growth uh, workshop. And usually when we do a revenue growth uh, workshop to build a plan for a company, we have the marketing and salespeople. But this company is a growing technology company in the Northeast. They've got their ops people there. They've got their finance people there. They even have their IT director there along with their marketing and sales team. And they're building a revenue growth plan together. And I really, you know, I I really, I, I, first of all, I think that's going to become the gold standard and best practice is that we're going to work on this revenue growth plan together. Um, They're all talking about where they want the company to go. And of course, revenue growth engine, the client is always in the middle of that. And I think that, you know, the interesting thing you think about those four tires, I mean, the person that's in the vehicle, (laughs) the person that's riding that is, is the, the client, right? Is the client. And, but I think that just by default, sales has to be close to the client. Everyone stays so insulated in other parts of the company, even at the executive office right. level. Um, you know, what would happen if we got out and got closer to the client? Yeah, you see that happen in that great show, uh, Undercover Boss. Love that show. Feels where, where it's kind of like, what? That happens here? This guy's awesome. Why are we using him? And like all the good ideas don't come from the people on the fifth floor under the fluorescent lights. Yeah. They come out of, you know, the real people that are doing real things. And I, I like it. Taking, taking the customer. I like it. Driving a car. And actually, they should have the steering wheel, shouldn't they? They're the ones that should be helping say, I want to go here. I want to go there. Uh, I like... Um, I think it's Simon Sinek's comment about the uh, hitchhiker marketing where, 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 you know, you, you pull someone over and you don't tell them all about your car. He just wants to get to Houston. Just, just right. give me, <laughs> just give me about, Houston, right? you know, I don't, I don't care how much your uh, paint job costs or any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but the other part too of that, you know, is, is not just sales, but marketing has this ability. And I was, I was telling you before we started, you have an incredible gift for marketing. You also have studied that and I appreciate that but you understand the process of it. And what I think, and that's why I love uh, Revenue Growth Engine, is that you incorporate that intertwining, is that a good word? Um, sure. yeah. Sales and marketing. Because I think if we're not careful, um, we, we, we can't operate separately. It doesn't work. And that's where the alignment on the car, if, one, if this tire's going this way and this tire's going that way, you're going to have a problem. And, and it, like I said, it's going to wear out and it's going to be a wobbly ride. You're not going to be able to go as fast as you could potentially go when you're in alignment. So getting all that to work together and collaborate. And I, I think when we're in trouble is when we start creating that, that dual term us against them. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've heard that recently. I was talking to a group of people and, and I heard them say, well, they, and I go, who's they? Well, corporate. And I thought, Ooh, you guys are in trouble. Right. Yeah. We start doing the us against them. It becomes a war, doesn't it? And it can go the other way around. We're quite, I've been that guy, the corporate guy looking down going, what is wrong with these people? (laughs) These people are our people. This is a family, right? We're all in the same vehicle. That's the definition of misalignment though, us against them, because you have one wheel going one way, you have another wheel going the other way. You're trying to go down the road and you're always having to fight to keep that thing 
Oh, that's the person fighting, isn't it? Who's the one that gets wore out? It's the customer going, you know what? I'm going to take the path of least resistance. I'm not riding in this car anymore. It's bumpy. It's scary. I, I can't control the dumb thing. I feel like I'm going to hit something. I'm going to go in a different way. <laughs> and they might be smart <laughs> to do that. You know, it's interesting when you bring your car in for alignment. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I happen to have two brothers who are mechanics and understand okay. all this. I did not get that gift. Uh, but I do know enough that uh, when you bring your car in for alignment, they put it up on the rack um, and they shine the light and they try to get those tires of a laser or something going on there. They're focused at a point on the wall um, and they want to get all those tires pointed in the same direction. I think the point on the wall for business that we've got to focus on is the client. And I, I would say the ideal client, the one you really, really want to get more of and serve and, uh, but that, that requires, you know, I, I think we're all looking down instead of looking out the window. We sh we're looking down finances, looking at the spreadsheets, operations, looking at the schedule, um, and inventory marketing's looking at, you know, all the shiny objects of marketing and, you know, and sales is kind of thrown out there going, Hey, talk to the, talk to the customer and make all this work. And so I do really appreciate your perspective of saying, let's get, Let's get sales in the conversation. Let's let's let sales um, drive. But really, I think it's let's let sales invite this client perspective into the entire business, so that you know we can align around sales. And and it's interesting because it's really not sales and marketing alignment. It's really sales, marketing, and operations alignment. Yeah. The finance is underneath all of it, supporting it. Uh, but that experience that operations delivers is um, either going to, you know, it's either focused on the client or is pulling off to the left. And, um, you know, this is, this is a really, really good perspective. And you see this on the front lines. You're, you're involved every day in sales leadership. You're involved in trying to steer, um, you know, clients through these rough waters. As, at the beginning of the crisis, you said yeah. it's a storm. We're all in the storm together, but we're all in different boats. I really appreciated yeah. that perspective, by the way. I've quoted you many times on wow. that. Yes. But uh, yeah, this, this concept of alignment that we're talking about today is very, very powerful. Um, and I think it requires leadership to cast that vision and pull that all together. But it also, and accountability, because there is a time, you know what, when we're disaligned or unaligned, which would be the right word anyway, it would be when we're not aligned. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you call it, you just know it when it's happening, right? Yeah. Out of alignment. We typically don't know because we're looking where we're looking and we think it's right. It's when outside force goes, um, you, need to, you need to come in here. And I know that back to the, the tires, they don't feel it, kind of like pruning a tree. You don't hear them scream, but it is mm -hmm. painful to get pushed back. I don't know what you do, what you do, ow! Yeah. <laughs> But, but I think that's the key is to not be so tunnel vision that it's just about me. Same thing with sales. You can't do that. And one of the, I guess I, I struggle with it because in, in sales, I'm constantly looking at other things. I'll give you an example. I got sent a bunch of stuff and it's uh, uh, actually it was 15 single packages that was on, on FedEx. 15. Why didn't they take that and put it in one box? The cost would have been down 90%. Right. That's how I think. And I'm like, oh, gosh, if we're counting costs, somebody needs to help this guy realize, like, somebody did this. Yeah. Well, well is it all going to the same address? Okay. Will it all fit in one box? Yeah. How much would that save? Because each one of those packages costs money. 
but it's all going to the same place and they can fit in a small box. Those are the kind of things that, and I guess that's kind of an ownership mentality. And I know that's been around mm -hmm. for years where, you know, extreme ownership, you, you take it, you, it's yours. I, I, you know, ultimately, right. If we don't have revenue, there's not going to be growth. And if we don't have growth, it's going to affect me if I'm in that organization. That's I mean, right. I want it to succeed. It's not someone else's job. It's mine too. I want to look, I want to feel, I'm like, Whoa, but I think it's hard when someone tells you, well, if you're in marketing and some sales yeah. guy goes, hey, we need to do this. And they're like, what do you know? That can happen <laughs> right. sometimes. I think it's number two, right? Has that ever happened? You know, if you do it, I think we got to be careful when we send an angry email. When you type it like this, don't send that email. Right? When your fingertips are hurting, you can't feel them, don't, don't hit send. Yeah. That's right. That's that's good wisdom. That's good wisdom. Well, as we wrap today, let's just think together about signs that were out of alignment. I mean, you know your car is out of alignment because you're driving down the road and the steering wheel is shaking and yeah. you know it's wobbling and all of that. We already identified one sign, and that's when we start using the word us and them. <laughs> when, yeah. when that happens between sales and marketing, between operations and sales, between finance, yeah. and you know, when we get the us them. That's a real big sign that we're out of alignment. What do you think another sign is? What are some other signs that we're, we're out of alignment in our organization? I think it's just that even taking it further, that, that constant tension uh, mm -hmm. that, where we, whenever you feel blame coming in, rather than taking responsibility yourself or wanting to be part of the solution, I think, think you're in a bad position. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that doesn't work in marriage because <laughs> it's always my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> It's a bumpy ride when, whenever, um, well, and you also, like you say, you can feel it in a car, but I think you can feel it in business too. You know, mm -hmm. when things are going well and it's mm -hmm. just all of a sudden you're like, wow, is it Friday when it's every day? Like, oh, it's just, I, I, I'm, this is, something's not right. You, you said you're not very mechanical. I'm not either. In fact, my, my, uh, my company car is in the shop right now. Something happened. I'm like, Hey, it's brand new. It's 4,000 miles. Uh, and you need an expert to look at it to try to figure out what the, what, what's wrong with it. That, I know I jumped around. I just thought about it. But that's why people need people like you guys that can come in with wisdom, understanding, and experience and analyze uh, a business and help them understand. Sometimes if you're in it, you don't know what the – I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. I need someone to tell me, someone to help me and identify what is going on and how can we uh, fix it. Yeah, I think that is, you need peers, um, you need a peer group, you need outside perspective, you need people that can come in and go, you know what, what if, you know, hey, <laughs> like like the mechanic, I'm sure when you brought that car in, the mechanic opened the hood or plugged in a diagnostic, they probably knew within 30 seconds exactly yeah. what was wrong, and they're going to fix it. You weren't able to see that because, you know, for whatever reason, you're busy driving the car, it's not your area of expertise. And I think that yeah, looking at your organization, one of the one of the really good things that that um, teams can do is collaborate, get in peer groups, bring in outside perspectives, yeah. and and really just you know get 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 someone. And then then sometimes you just need someone to help force you. I'm a big chiropractor, uh, a, a user, right? And we go get adjusted. I get adjusted regularly yeah. because when things get out of alignment in my body, another great illustration. I feel it, right? Yeah. yeah. I just like, need someone to yank me back into alignment and get everything um, lined up. So I think there's there's so many different analogies here. But the, the point behind all of this today, and this has been such 
a relevant conversation today, Chris. Every time I talk to you, it's always something I really, really thought provoking is, is how can we make sure that our organizations are aligned around the client? And, um, you know, I think, uh, this, this line of thought is something we're going to continue this conversation. There's probably gonna be some blogs <laughs> on that. I hope that you'll be able to give us some more insight. Have that conversation to kind of pull it out. Like I've got nuggets of understanding and revelation and, and it, you know, as you try to make it fit good, I love, I'm a picture guy. So I learn better with pictures and I'm a metaphor guy. So I'm like, Oh my goodness, that, that, that I connect with that. That makes sense. And so I'm working on my alignment with the company I'm currently with. And uh, you know how you do that? You do that by saying, what can we do? Yeah. What yeah. Do? What can we do? That's Not so beautiful. Doing what you're doing. No, what can we do? What can I do to help? Uh, have you considered this? It's how you, how you address it too. So um, yeah. Cool. Well, that's good. I haven't, I don't know that I've officially picked out my next word for the next edition of wow factor, Yeah. but it may be alignment. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm feeling it right now. I'm, when this ends, I'm going to the, and I'm going to put that word down in your slot. It's done. All right. Well, that's going to be fantastic. Well, Chris, thank you so much for uh, just sharing wisdom and insight with us today. And thank you for always being an encouragement to me and the people that, uh, they, that have the privilege of interacting with you. And by the way, you'll want to connect with Chris. This is one of my favorite uh, people on the planet, just in terms hey. of motivation and ideas. A combination of the two is, is uh, just fantastic. So Chris, thank you for investing in us today. Well, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you for sure. And uh, even that other guy, you got the selling from the heart shirt on, you bump into him every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Chris. And to everybody else, I just want to say a sincere thank you as well. Um, seeing the, uh, the, the share, people are sharing the Revenue Growth Engine. They're re- you guys are reviewing it on Amazon and that the word is getting out right now. And, you know, as we said at the beginning of this show, this is a critical time. Um, this is an important time for all of us to align together, to work together, to make sure that we can create build a sustainable and profitable future for our organizations, for our teams, for our families, and uh, even for our country. So keep at it, keep driving and thriving. And until next week, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.